Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, July 5th, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. The ransomware group Revil took credit for a supply chain attack against the remote management solutions provider Casia using a malicious update to deploy ransomware on enterprise networks. Security analysts estimated over the weekend that at least eight managed service providers and over 200 businesses were impacted based on early telemetry data, with Revil claiming over 1 million systems were locked. Revil says it will make a universal decryptor publicly available for a $70 million ransom. Several large Chinese technology companies like Baidu, Tencent, and ByteDance attempted to use a Chinese advertising ID, or CAID, as a workaround for user tracking on iOS when users opted out of letting developers access Apple's identifier for advertisers. Apple continued to block app updates attempting to use the CAID, with the Financial Times' sources now saying CAID has lost support and the whole project has largely failed to gain traction. According to the ad measurement firm Branch Metrics, less than 33% of iOS users opted into personalized ad tracking after Apple rolled out its app tracking transparency framework. Meanwhile, the ad measurement firm Tengen estimates that iOS mobile advertising spend fell by a third between June 1st and July 1st, with Android mobile advertising spend up 10% in that same period. DJI announced the DJI Mini SE drone, an entry-level drone based on the original Mavic Mini with 2.7K video capabilities, 20 minutes of flying time, 2.5-mile wireless range, and a 3-axis gimbal. The drone won't be sold in the EU or US, available now in Malaysia for 1,349 Malaysian ringgit, that's about 325 US dollars, and also coming to Brazil as well. The Cyberspace Administration of China ordered app stores in the country to remove the ride-hailing app Didi Chushing, citing violations by the company on collection and usage of personal information, although the app remains available to use if already downloaded. Didi says it's working to update the app to bring it in line with regulatory requirements. Google removed nine apps from the Play Store following a report from the security firm Dr. Web that the apps were using JavaScript injected into a web form to steal Facebook login credentials, as well as cookies from the current authorization session. The most popular app, Pip Photo, had been downloaded over 5.8 million times, with the remaining apps downloaded 500,000 times or less each. OnePlus announced Friday that the OnePlus 8 series and all newer flagship phones will get three major Android OS updates and four years of security updates. The new support schedule is a result of merging OnePlus's Oxygen OS skin with Oppo's Color OS on the back end, as well as Qualcomm now offering updates for flagship systems on a chip for three years and security updates for four. Qualcomm CEO Cristiano Amon said the company will have performance-competitive laptop CPUs to market by late 2022. These will be based off designs from Nuvia, which Qualcomm acquired in March for $1.4 billion, rather than using ARM's reference designs, but the chips will still use ARM's architecture. The popular open-source audio editor Audacity released an updated privacy policy that includes provision for data collection following the app's acquisition by the company Muse Group back in May. Under the policy, Audacity can collect IP addresses, which will be stored for up to 24 hours, as well as processor, OS version, and unspecified data for legal enforcement, with data stored in the European Economic Area, as well as Muse Group's office in Russia and in the U.S. IBM's second-highest-ranking executive, President Jim Whitehurst, is leaving the company two years after he joined because IBM acquired Red Hat. 
Senior Vice President of Sales Bridget Van Crawlingen also announced her retirement and will be replaced by Rob Thomas. Whitehurst's departure is the biggest since Arvind Krishna took over as CEO of IBM in January 2020. And finally, Yahoo Japan, Japan's most trafficked news site, is a distinct business from Verizon's Yahoo unit, owned by the SoftBank Group Z Holdings, that had previously paid Verizon Media a royalty for the rights to use the Yahoo brand. However, Verizon Media has now reached an agreement with Z Holdings to sell a permanent trademark within Japan for the Yahoo brand and tech infrastructure in a deal worth roughly $1.6 billion. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.